Glory, glory, glory unto you, Father. Glory, glory, glory unto you, Father. You are so faithful. You are so patient. You are so loving. We thank you so much, Father, for who you are, not just what you're able to do. We take this day as another opportunity to gladly serve you with a whole heart, with a whole heart, Father. I thank you so much for your word coming to pass. Your word is the bread of life. We feed off of your word. And we thank you for the bloodshed of Christ. We will never thirst again. We thank you for the new covenant. We will never astray or depart ever again. We thank you for such knowledge. We will never become foolish again. We thank you, Father, for your anointing that we continue to prosper in all that we do. And we thank you for prosperity. This day we say hallelujah. Hallelujah to your name. Hallelujah to your name. We thank you for your presence. That resides on the inside of us. And everywhere we go. You go for you are with us. God will have people to come to you and do things that you never expect them to do because some people around you or have been around you were filled with so much pride, being so stubborn, knowing what they done was wrong or what they said was wrong or how they treated you was wrong. And you knew it was, but you still forgive and move forward. And all of a sudden, here comes restoration. The word of God shall be revealed. The word of God shall come to pass. Every word he said, every single word, not every other word, it shall come to pass. Now, how it comes to pass is how it comes to pass. But the fact is, it comes to pass. You will get a phone call or a visit or any other way. No matter which way it comes, the repentance belongs to you. Because forgiveness is our portion to move further from that point. To go further and further. You understand? When someone asks you to forgive them for whatever they have done, you must forgive them without even having a grudge in your heart or even a spot or a wrinkle. I forgive you because I put myself in your shoes. I want to. And look at I. Look at my path. Look at my walk. Because of his forgiveness. How can I not be merciful? When God is so merciful upon us. How can I not demonstrate who God is? With his spirit is dwelling within us. Hallelujah. 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 
I really want you to embrace hallelujah. Hallelujah. Out of all the teachings and episodes and, you know, messages that Paul had to release to the churches, and most of them he had to release to do a message from a messenger on paper because he was in prison because of the gospel. And out of all the churches, he gave a word to the Romans. The message to the Romans was very, very sharp. You guys heard of the name. You heard about the name. You know that everything exists around you because of the name. For you all been taught that. And here you are still choosing not to live that way. And then what make it so worse for yourselves is that you're trying to teach others to live the way you're living. And on top of that, you're creating more evil ways to live. What do you think will happen to know something and choose to walk away from what you know as if you never heard? The purpose is not to become free, to get bound again. Once you're free, you're free indeed. Accountability is very important in the gospel. Because once it's been exposed unto you, that's how you live. Because that's who you are. Turn away due to whatever. There's never a reason good enough to walk away from God when he brought us back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listening to Paul and reading about Paul's testimony to a higher level. Paul was also a seer. His sight meant so much to him. Because that's how God converted him. Due to him not even being able to see. And God took me to that very same place. I will never forget the environment. It was very hot, very dry. The dirt became dust like sand. It was so hot. And God took my sight away from me. By me not being able to see. And it bothered me. I kept doing whatever I had to do to lift up my lens to see. I wanted to see because I'm called to see. To see what I saw already. He don't just give you sight to see the spiritual realm. It manifests in the natural. And he knew what he called me to do. To see. And what I see, I said. And I couldn't see physically. And I became very frustrated. And God will let you know. It's I that's doing this. Because he let no one take no credit for what he's doing. It's me who's doing this to you. It's not you. It's not this. It's not that. It's not them. It's me. I said, Father, I just want to see. Same thing as Paul. You want to see. You keep saying you want to see. But get to the point of the purpose of what I'm doing here. Why have I took your sight? Why am I trying to gain your attention? What must you just done? For what must you do? And never do again. To sit you down. 
You're so focused on not seeing. Father, I just want to see. Then all of a sudden I quiet myself. As Paul quiet himself, he isolated himself. He didn't want to be around anybody. Couldn't understand what was happening. Consecration taking place. Because you are called and you will fulfill your calling. Must I get your attention? Because what I put in you, you will, you shall finish. He didn't want to be bothered. He didn't want to eat. He didn't want to drink. He didn't want nothing but his sight. And as he's sitting there hungry for his sight, God is communing with him. Holy Spirit is communing with him. Say what's happening to me. I had to quiet myself. Okay, wait a second. Me keep asking you, God, about my sight. It's not giving it back to me. So I must be quiet and realize what is something else bigger than me that's happening here. So I begin to humble myself. Humble myself. What's going on here? Saying, went from saying what's going on here to now saying, okay, thy will be done. What do you want to say? Do it. Say it. And that's all he wants is surrender it. Okay, I give up. I give up my way of thinking. I give up my way of speaking. I give up my way to receive your way. I surrender all. And once I done that, I gain my sight back. But when I begin to gain my sight back, I begin to see how I'm supposed to see. Be who I really am. Same as Paul. Look at the transformation. No matter if you kill the Jews, you know, or people that's being converted into Christianity. Or whatever way or disrespect you was releasing unto them, you were against it. Now, how much more is God releasing unto me, even though I am a Christian? I receive such word. I know my calling, but still choose to walk away from it. Denial is denial. Betrayal is betrayal. You might not gotta see no cups crow, but betrayal is betrayal. Denial is denial. You're denying the name by walking away. You're denying the name by choosing to think the way you want to think. Live the way you want to live. There's no good in that. Hallelujah. I begin to really, and I'm really embracing Holy Spirit as a comforter. How do Holy Spirit comfort us? Don't just comfort us by receiving the presence of God. God's presence is our presence upon us. It's on the inside of us. We are one. That's to be expected. It's more to Holy Spirit than encountering the full weight of the presence and the spirit and the wind and the touchings of God. It's embracing God to release God so God can be exposed. Now, how can we do that with the fruits? We have to bear so much more fruit. Bear so much more fruit. God is love. God is joy. 
And when you digest that, you release that only because that's who you are. Because that's who you have. That's who you're with. Embracing the love, embracing the joy, embracing the peace, and releasing it in the atmosphere. Embracing the patience, not being anxious for nothing. Being patient with the Lord, being patient with your neighbor is being patient with the Lord. Kindness, have to be kind. Continue to be kind, not be unkind to mankind. Generosity. We have to be generous towards each other. Generous. Have to be generous. Faithfulness. Have to be faithful for our God is faithful. Every fruit is in the spirit of God. And the spirit of God is within us to release. And to also receive to bear much more. Gentleness, have to be gentle. Gentle with one another, even with our way of speaking. Gentle with our demonstrations. We can't determine when a person should be on solid food or milk. That's not being gentle, that's being rough. Assuming it's being rough. We cannot be that way. It's self-control. It's very important. Conducting ourselves. Watching how we conduct ourselves. Watching how we treat each other. And how we treat ourselves. And the fruit is not just for you to release upon others. You must embrace it upon yourself. Because if you don't have it yourself for yourself to show towards yourself, how can you show it to anybody else? If you don't love yourself, how can you love anybody else? If you don't feel the peace within yourself, in your surroundings, in your environment, everywhere you go, how can you release that? So forth with joy. So forth with patience. There's no one that supersedes the other. It's all on one accord. Without one, you have none. He is the vine, we are the branch. And the branch bear much fruit because of the vine. Hallelujah. It's so beneficial to receive God, Christ, and Holy Spirit in such a way. In such a way. In such a way that you will never be bothered ever again. Because the fruits increase on the inside of you. The more you are aware of it, the more it become aware of you. The message is so sharp. Sharper than a two-edged sword. Seriously. God has touched us with his salvation. And one thing we could never change, we could change our attitudes, we could change our personalities, we could change our place of living, we could change our weight, our hair, our emotions, our source of income, even our form of education. But we could never change the fact that we are immortal.
You are created to be immortal. That would never, ever change. Your flesh will wither away. But your spirit will live forever. And we're just giving basic instructions before leaving here. As to how to live on earth as it is in the kingdom. As it is in the kingdom. You can't be moved by all sorts of theology. Because it can rob you of just humbling yourself before the, the presence of God. Seriously. It puts so much in the truth. Hallelujah. I'm not saying not to embrace theology. But so many people I had to sit down who came to me. So focused on how the Bible came about. Well, this year, this person, the Greeks, this, it been translated this way. Well, guess what? My purpose, my focus is why it came about. Not how, but why. And when you say that, it puts them in a place of thinking. Take that off your back. Enjoy a revelation upon a revelation. But not in a way where it could cause you to be disruptive. Or confused. Because man will have things dressed up to sound so educated, but it makes no heavenly sense. Does it even matter? Has so much information, but have not embraced knowledge. I thank you, Father, for the gifts. I thank him for the gifts. To embrace every gift. Every gift. The gift of wisdom and knowledge. Is so important. That's how we gain understanding. The gift of healing. Receive the healing to release the healing. Mentally. Emotionally. Physically. Spiritually. Healing. Everything you do. You release in the gifts. You embrace wisdom because you know something. And you release what you know. And the knowledge that comes along with wisdom. And that's how we gain understanding. Healing is not just physical. It's also mental. It's verbal. It's emotional. It's spiritual. The working of miracles. Many of us just focus on the miracles. How can I work on miracles? If you allow Holy Spirit to be your guide and receive Holy Spirit as your gift, as your comforter, He can move more effectively through you like He wants to prophetically. Which is the next one. Prophecy. We all have a gift to see, to hear, and understand. God's not going to increase us in our natural senses without increasing us in our spiritual senses first. Everything happens in the spiritual realm first. There has to be the message. Because many are expecting God to move in the natural first. We have no spiritual, you know, invitation. Not even receiving it. To embrace it for the transfer to the natural. 
You can't receive wisdom in the natural. The gift of healing. Healing. We heal without fruits. That's how people become healed with us using our fruit. People know you according to your fruit. And the fruit that you release is set them free. Because our fruit, there is no law. To such, there is none. It's no law to say you have to love. You have to be patient. You have to be peaceful. Even kind. Gentle, faithful. Generous. Or even self-control. But if you get out of control, you may find yourself somewhere you don't want to be. But if you have love, you will have self-control. Because if you have one, you have the rest. The working of miracles is very important to know that you don't have to do anything to let it be worked out. Because it's already been worked out. All you have to do is receive it to release it in the atmosphere. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much. We thank you for the wisdom and knowledge. We thank you for healing, working power. We thank you for the working of miracles. We thank you for the gift of prophecy. We thank you so much, Father. For every gift, the gift of prophecy is very important. We thank you so much, Father, for the gift of discerning of the spirits. That's a very important gift. They all are. But when you are able to discern, there's nothing but Holy Spirit teaching you all things, what to do, what not to do. You're discerning. Who to embrace, who not to embrace. What word to cast down, what word to call forth. Hallelujah. Interpretations of tongues. But before interpretations of tongues, it's diverse tongues. I love the fact that tongues is unknown but still can be interpreted. Different languages all around the world. Mixed into one. And when you go out and speak... Many people who are not aware of diverse tongues begin to, you know, receive their language due to you speaking in their language, but you're using your heavenly language. I notice they're speaking what I can understand. Then they begin to embrace the free gift. And here comes the interpretation because you understand. God is speaking to me because you wouldn't know that. Hallelujah. Holy is thy name. Father, we thank you so much for the mission. We thank you so much, Father, for we are missionaries for you on a mission. To fulfill our assignment here. Whether you're a singer or artist. Whatever God placed in you to do. 
That is your mission. <laughs> and that's all that's in your heart as a passion to fulfill. Hallelujah. And become so much more sharp at it. So much sharpened at it. So quick at it. So quick to release. I had this woman who come to me. She said to me when she came to me. I'm going to believe in my God and you believe in your God. I was speaking and she just kept being so disruptive. And God said, just continue on. And I said, okay. She right in my face keeps saying, that's not true. This is the real God. Not this one. So I said something to her. God said, give her your number. I gave her my number. I said, can I have yours? She gave me her number. I said, you call on your God. And I'm going to call on my God. And we're going to see which God answers. Now you call me when your God answers. And I'm going to call you. It was that morning. And then that evening came. We done went from about our day. At home. Done ate and relaxing. It's in the evening. I didn't call her. She didn't call me. Saw her the next day. I thought I gave another word. Here she is. Did your God answer? I said, did your God answer? She said, that's why I didn't call you. But yours must didn't answer because you didn't call me. I said, no, I was waiting for you to call me. My God answered when I was talking to you. I didn't have to wait. He answered before you called. I want to see if yours is going to answer. She said, you on, she said, you know what? You on you on to this. You right. You right. And when the pride bowed before humility, here comes the circumcision. Pride can harden a heart. Unforgiveness ain't no good. It will harden a heart. Anything that's of the world will harden your heart. But I thank God. I thank God for family restoration. I received a call and a message last night. First, I was insulted. I said, okay, as my, as my eyes begin to see the words of being insulted. And here is the spirit of truth interpreting every word I'm reading with the fruit. I hate you. I love you. <laughs> you make me sick. I'm patient with you. <laughs> you understand? I can't stand you. I have great self-control. Stop calling me. No, I'm faithful. Be me back. No, I'm gentle. You be disrespectful. No, I'm kind. Always smiling because I have peace. Why are you so happy and excited with so much energy? Because I have joy. You understand? Generosity, I'm releasing unto you. Even through silence, it's still shown generosity. Because you can operate in the opposite. You understand? You don't have to be kind. You don't have to be generous. You choose to be because you choose to walk in the right direction, which already been set out before you. 
And because I didn't answer back, I'm not going to entertain that. I saw all the fruits in that instead of the insults. I thank God for showing that in my vision. So we don't become entangled with that. When I see disrespect, I see gentleness. You understand? Hatred, I see love. It's always the opposite. Very patient. Then here comes a text after that. Here they go, waiting a while. Doing their fingers like this. Waiting to see what I'm going to say. Say nothing. Because there's nothing negative to say about negativity. Here come another message. Please forgive me. I'm just so angry. And I'm taking my anger out on you because you're not angry. You're not entertaining my anger. You're not entertaining my bitterness. You're not entertaining my envy. You love me. Can you forgive me? I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have said what I said. And all God put in me to say back is, I love you. People fail to realize because you have love, it does not mean you have to become engaged with people and sit around people who you know not operating that way. It can cause you to be moved. Sometimes God may have you get up and walk away. That is releasing the love. Understand. Here are people all around the world in all these different traditions. I hear about all these names to serve. And I see people serving these different names and different gods all around the world. So many different ways and styles and forms. Which one is the right way? Which one is the right way? See, even in, I, was, I grew up Jewish. To us, that was the only way. That's the old covenant. And here I am, grew up from birth, recognizing in Sunday school, three years old, two years old. No, I got a new covenant, my God. There is sacrifices in the old covenant. But due to our obedience, we see the new covenant. Of receiving through our obedience that Jesus is Lord. Obeying every word that proceeds out of his mouth. Obeying the fact that knowing the fact he got up and I got up. Just knowing the fact and obeying God by saying, yes, God, you did so love the world. And you do so love the world, for you are the same. I love how the word says, saith God. In the songs of David, 150 songs, it's, and he always says, saith God. Not said God, saith God, because he's still saying it. Still the same. Still the same. It would never change. Thank you for coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. I love God so much. Just enjoy being how you craft it. You can't try to put your craftiness on someone else or someone else to embrace yours. We have to be original.
We have to be original. And God said, get back to talking about being immortal. <laughs> Immorality is, oh my God. No matter what we say or do, our spirits are forever. And when I sat down with God with that, I said, oh my God, Father, being fruitful. Not just about just, you know, bearing fruit, but really giving birth to immortal beings. I was like, God, I want so many kids. Just, just because I know that can happen. You bless us to do that. Creating supernatural beings that live forever in the earth. When you are here, you never go anywhere. Your flesh may leave, but your spirit inherit eternal life. Because as for me and my house, we will, we shall, we must serve the Lord. Therefore, that is your inheritance. So why not? My God. Every time I talk about children to other women, guys, it goes from me starting out with 10 and up by myself. I'm trying to tell you. You by yourself with that cue. The most I people say, I, I passed, I'm not going past three. I'm not going, I only want one. Jesus. The beauty of childbearing, the beauty of giving birth. Giving birth to immorality. My God, immortal beings. There are some people here who think we are mortal. When we die, that's it. There's some people thinking when you die, you may become something else. You become a bird in the sky. A fish in the sea. Come on. So many false gods. And here's a list of all of them. In Jesus' name on the list. And they go through every name. Every name. And we know we gained the knowledge and understanding, but they haven't embraced it. So to Jesus, it's just another name to them. But when they begin to call, you begin to feel. Because your spirit within begins to receive what it already knows. And here comes the release. Here comes the freedom. Because you received the salvation. Hallelujah. We are on a mission. We are on a mission. Hallelujah. Don't focus on no money for your missionary work and assignment. God is your source. I thank God for everything that I get is because of him. He helped me get that. Matter of fact, he didn't help anything. He paid. That's 1644 Every month for me When I stopped working and Here it comes from 1644 To 134 Now how much more do you think you're going to be paying that Come on now I don't ever worry for nothing And every time I put my hands on something I must pay my tithes You understand Great is thy faithfulness. I thank God how my spiritual parents are just praying with me and interceding, releasing their covering over me, which I wasn't even aware to be covered with. You understand? People can try to stop you, stop the God in you from moving. But when God is moving, can't nobody stop him. 
God was telling me so many times, give this word to them. You know you have to work in order. You don't just you can't just get in contact with them just like that. And that's for anybody in great leadership. So it starts, you know, from this level to that level, from that to that to that. And for some reason, my message wouldn't get up to them. And it was during the opportune time for it too. And every time that I would, it would be access denied, here come my spiritual person saying amongst the church, amongst us. Where is such word as this? Who have a word from God about this? And I just gave that. God anointed me to know overall throughout the times. What is the time for? How is he moving? How is he moving regarding the church, regarding his people, or even individually? And you can't stop God from moving through me. And many try to stop it. Because they thought that they were going to take their level of fame or level of spotlight. When no one cares because God has been exalted. He has the light. He's the releaser of light and life. And I've been denied a lot. But such a time as this. Jesus. Gotta say, tell them this. Give this word about this. I'm doing this. And they look in the ear because they already know. But they know that we are the children which are their offspring spiritually. All from God. But he's giving us spiritual parents. And it's not just in the house. It's, it's everywhere you go. Some people may try to shut the God in you up. Due to intimidation. And you cannot sit there and entangle with that. You have to love over everything that come your way. Even pride. You can love people walk with pride. Even do a discus by not entertaining it. Hallelujah. Try to shut the God in me up. And God came another way. And how did he come? By having them come to me. Hallelujah. In so many ways. Our ceiling became your floor. What we had to go through as your leaders, as your spiritual parents, you don't have to go through because the way has already been paved. Our trials and tribulations caused you to walk through successfully. And people under me in the next generation, passing the anointing, and so much more comes with the baton. With the rock. With the sword of the spirit. And all God was doing was kneeling my feet. Nothing but just saying, the feet of shot of the pepper of the gospel of peace. The feet shot of the gospel of peace. You understand? Girt your lines with truth. The breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith. The helmet of salvation. I like to say it from the head to the feet. Protected armor. Continue to have your armor polished by very much fruit. And as you bear much fruit, embrace the gifts of the Spirit. 
like never before today, like never before today, like never before today. I said it one for the Father, I said it two for the Son, three for Holy Spirit. Being on a mission for Christ, however he gifted you to do so. And God set me down yesterday and said to me, you weren't born for this title. You were called. And that's why we're calling you. You were called. Every apostle has been called. Not born to be called to be. Calling you. You can't call you. You can't have nobody else call you. You have to be called from him himself. You understand? To be called. And this is how we call you. Due to your trials and tribulations. And your yieldness. Being yielded. And once you get to a place of humility. Because you cannot operate effectively as an apostle without humility. Anything. But that's number one for that. You have to be humble. You don't even care about the title. That's how humble you are. But you cannot deny it. Because that's who you are. You understand? I'll never forget one time I got persecuted because I forgot to put a title before a person's name. My bad. I didn't know you was even that. I didn't know. You're not acting like that, but I'm not going to say that because I'm very gentle. All my life bearing much fruit. But the thing about it is, wasn't embracing the gifts. You can have love without knowledge and understanding. You understand. But you must gain that. You must gain that. Knowledge and understanding is knowing that without God I am nothing. Knowing I can't do nothing without Him. Knowing that He is the one who doeth the work. Jesus. Jesus. Yes, Father. The bread is a symbol of your body. Yes, Lord, that was broken for us. Yes. It's a spiritual encounter right now. Please receive this. It's no time to go get bread. He's showing me right now. He's showing me the bread and the blood for us to take spiritually. Spiritually receive, take the bread for his body was broken for you. Do that in remembrance of him. We believe that you were crucified and resurrected on the third day on our behalf. We have the free gift of salvation, eternal life, spent with the Father. Because of him so loving us that he gave his only begotten son, which is you. Take, eat. And here's the wine, the new covenant. Hallelujah. Symbolizes your blood that was shed for us. And because of every stripe that was stroke upon your body, we are made healed. You bore every stripe, every stroke upon your back for us. And you shared much blood. And because of that, we are forgiven. We are saved. And we thank you for it.
We have been restored, for we have been redeemed. We take and we drink. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The demon and Satan's hierarchy and demonic forces, he uses him to do everything for him. Asmodeus. Asmodeus. The demon of lust and greed. The demon of lust and greed. Lust are the cares of this world. Money, fear, our merch with sex, all of it, all of it, that all are evil. And he's sitting there on his knees because he thought he was doing something. But our heavenly language puzzles them. Because they have no idea what we're saying. But they see the virtue of the power being transformed. Being transferred. To be transformed. You understand? And they see us becoming more mightier. Being more builded. As a body. Of many believers. Trust me when I say this guys. The hearts are being hearkened. Softened. Because they come into a place of surrender. Surrenderance, you understand? They're surrendering slowly, some fast, it's all up on their pace. But the fact is, they are surrendering. Some can surrender through anger, some can surrender through fear. But love covers everything. Love extends their arm and say, Come back. You understand? Nothing to pay for anything, earn anything. Thank you, Father, for such energy at four in the morning. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yes. Let me go to my look in your notes. Yes, Father. I love you guys so much. That's 549. It's 449. What's up with you? He been having me do a lot of things at 549 yesterday. 549 in the morning. 549 evening. Scripture, 545. <laughs> Everything was, five, I mean, 549. So important, you know. Nanny showed me four foot. <laughs> so, oh, okay. So write that down because at four forty nine. Oh God, look how you talk to us in so many ways. How about this? It's already in my memory. Four forty nine. Today, this encounter happened at four forty nine. So tonight, so much more going to take place. My God. God, I thank you so much for the working of miracles. The working of miracles on your behalf of those who are around you. I'll never forget this woman ran to me. My sister have a tumor. She just got married. Just had a baby. And out of nowhere, she has a tumor that's growing. It's almost the size of an orange. The doctor says nothing else they can do. But I hear you talk about God. Can you help me? And all of a sudden, Jesus just, he said to her through me, your sister is healed. Waiting for you to come back and receive the praise report. And remember, it was Christ who healed her. 
just like that, and I walked away. She probably was like, what? And I walked away. It took her two to three days to come back. I don't know, it could have been due to the traffic. The rush hour traffic in the mornings. And here she is. Hey! I don't know your name, but woman of God. Jesus. Not woman of Buddha. Not woman of Hindu. Not woman of Allah. Woman of God. My sister went back to the doctor. And the doctor had to question himself over and over again in his practice. He had to ask her to forgive and apologize because he gave such sad and terminal news. And he came back and said, I made a mistake. You know you can show someone an x-ray how it supposed to look from what you saw and then see the healing working power, which is nothing? No. In the first one, it was nothing. In the second x-ray, it was still nothing. My God. My God. My God. My God. My God. So like my Kenyan friends. My God. My God. My God. Oh God. <laughs> my God. Oh, Father. Father. Jesus. Because some x-rays, for example, if you see, it could be a person who appeared to receive a report of a lump in your chest. Here's one x-ray with a lump. Here's the other x-ray with your healing without any lump. But her x-ray, the first one, had no lump. The second one had no lump. Jesus. Come on now. Even if our family members and people go on with the Lord prematurely, they still in the kingdom. You understand? Of course. But we have to release the word. You shall not lay down your life. And when you confess that I will not lay down my life, my assignment is not over, then everything that's caused you to believe or leave prematurely has to bow before you. There's no negative report to come near you that could be terminal due to any illness, sickness, or any disease, any sudden, any tragedy, no car accident, no sudden bullet flying and hitting you out of nowhere. None of that can happen. It has to bow because you confess. No man can take my life. I'm not going out like that. I didn't come here for someone to take my life. Our awesome leaders, Apostle Taffy and Creflo Dollar, spiritual grandparents <laughs> under the same leadership. And I'll never forget her testimony. Her and her husband was on a plane, on their private plane. And the plane was going through so much heavy turbulence. And they was like, you know, she said to her husband, if this plane so happened to go down, guess what? We're going out, know where we're going from here. We're not going out in fear. We know where we're going if it go down. And I said, Father, when she testified that, I said, God, will we feel any pain if we experience a sudden tragedy being born again, will we feel any pain? And God took me on a private plane in a dream. Jesus. That's how he answered my question. He put me on a plane full of number turbulence. And the plane was just going straight down. God wasn't waiting to tell me nothing. He wanted to get me straight to the point. And the plane just went up and came straight down. And as it hit the ground, 
All I heard was a bing, and it was nothing but the sound of heaven. You don't feel any pain. But why even want to experience that when you don't have to? Because no man should take my life. You understand? Nothing. No one. And that's our daily confession. No one, nothing. You understand? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You don't have to make things work out for you. God already worked them out for you. People can't sit you down. They may think they can sit you down and shut you up. But when God is moving, no one can shut him up. No one can push him away. So it's best to get on board. Hallelujah for any of us. Discipleship. God said, talk about discipleship. We are all disciples. There are people in religion saying, you have to be ordained to be a disciple. Being ordained to be a disciple is just saying, Jesus, you are Lord. Do you understand? I thank God for the spirit of wisdom. I thank God for that. Many will try to tell you things because they, they, they had to go through it. No one who told you that you had to go through it. Who voice you listening to? God says nothing wrong with furthering your education, but I'm going to further your education spiritually. Because what I called you to do, I don't want you to become entangled. I don't want you to be distracted. Because you're created to be focused. And I don't want you to be focused in the wrong way because that is your gift, but being focused. Being passionate. I want you to be passionate in the right direction, not the wrong direction. See, I'm born with passion. You're born with the gifts to be who you are, with the anointing. And it's, it's, my anointing is to be very passionate at what I do because you have to go out. I have to care about people. To even be around people. I love the fact that I can adapt so easily to any environment, any way of living. And I actually love the least to the greatest. Trust me. I'd rather go sit in a hut than sit in a mansion. I'm trying to tell you. I feel more peaceful in a hut than a mansion. Trying to tell you. That doesn't mean that I don't want to live in one. Get the message right. Do you understand? There's so much humility when people have less materialistic things. The singers have so much pride when people have materialistic things without Christ. Let me say this right. Without Christ. Because you shall prosper. <laughs> You understand? You will prosper. You will have more than enough because you have Christ. But to think you have more than enough without him, it's not going to be anything. It's not going to benefit anything. It's going to leave you frustrated, lonely, and confused. Hallelujah. I thank God for adaptation. I love that. To adapt to any surrounding. It comes with the anointing of traveling. You understand? You're going to different places, different nationalities, different ethnic groups, different cultures. I love it all. I love to travel. You understand? It's a part of the anointing to travel on a mission. On a mission. Everything and every day, God is, exp is exposing new things unto us. So profound. So prophetically. It's nothing but just seeing what God is saying and then you begin to see what God is saying. Or even hear what God is saying. That's more of a prophet. You hear. 
And you release what you actually hear. You can see as well, but your gift is more so in your hearing. But I thank God for us just being where we're supposed to be. Who we're supposed to be. Hallelujah, because we all belong. So I'm not going to hold you guys any longer this morning. Try not to. <laughs> I, say that. I always say that. <laughs> this six minutes can turn to the whole hour. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Yes, my Lord. Yes, your spirit is very powerful even more today. Yes, it is. Yes, I love it. Yes, I'm happy. Yes, I'm satisfied. Are you satisfied? Are you happy now? Are you satisfied? Oh, God. <laughs> Father. I remember when you shut my eyes closed like you did, Paul. But you didn't put scales on them. You just made them very heavy. I couldn't lift them up. And God said, look at your vision now. Jesus. I had to take your vision to give you a vision. Jesus. Oh, God. I lift up my spiritual parents right now. I love them so much. I honor their, you know, loyalty towards us as their children. And it's amazing what they passed down to us to release in the world, my God. And I can imagine when I release them, my God, it gets greater as it's passed down. Jesus. Spiritual children and natural children. So I don't know about you, but being fruitful. God. For real, though. Giving birth to you know, immortal beings. Supernatural beings. It's another word for immortal, supernatural, supernatural beings. Why not? Here you go. One. There you go. Here's another. Here's another. Here's another. Here's another. My God. I just love the fact that we can do that. Why not? God. Giving birth to life. And then begin to have a relationship with God in such a way. And look at their inheritance. Giving birth to and be children to have an inheritance, have a relationship, and encounter goodness. Why not? God, I love reproduction, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Seriously. They're like, oh my God. She's like, we like, oh God, cute. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, talking about this fruit, that fruit, this child, that child. Oh God. I can feel your hearts while I'm speaking right now and you guys are still in your bed. That's how powerful it gets. I'm trying to tell you. I surrender all. Here it is, Father. Even more. To, here at all. Ain't no even more nothing. It all, it all is all. All in all. Every day, here's my all. You understand? Even to you, because how I treat you is how I treat him. So to you, here's my all. Here's my part in the body. Here's my release. I love you guys so much. I will see you guys. Trust me. <laughs> I feel it very soon. <laughs> Sooner than soon. I'm trying to tell you. Get ready to be around me. <laughs> As I'm getting ready to be around you guys. It's going to be such joy. Such laughter. And I can only be myself. And that's what I want from you. It's my time for now. If I get cut off, let me leave properly. Greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. I love you. I love you. I love you. Your day is blessed. Your day is favored. Greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. I say again.